Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. So today's topic is the order of your steps. The order of your steps. Now, if you're like me, or maybe you're not like me, I won't assume. But there's a phrase oftentimes in church communities, in religious communities, or if you listen to gospel music, you've heard the phrase, Lord, order my steps, or the order of your steps. The Lord will order your steps, right? There's tons of scriptures. When I was studying this, I actually found something that say there's like 66 instances where the phrase order your steps or ordering your steps appears in the Bible. I'm going to go count them for myself, but I didn't have time in preparation for today. So just say I read that, that's what they say, but I haven't proven it by personal experience yet. But you've often heard that phrase, right? And so when I have heard this phrase, it always made me think about a placing things in a particular pattern in my life. That's what I always accepted, right? And my thought about it never went further than that. It was like, okay, God's going to order these things. All of these things are going to get into a certain order, right? Where there seems to be chaos, it all works out. But as I was preparing and studying this, I just really knew that there was something else, right? There was something deeper that arose, and it was kind of, I won't say, say funny, but, you know, kind of inspiring in a way because it was kind of like, well, where else does it go? Because as I was going that direction, I wasn't getting anything, right? It was just sounding like the same old cliche of things. And I was praying and I asked and I was like, okay, what else is there to order your stuff? Because it's like, yeah, putting things in order, right? It's clearing it up, cleaning it up. And so as I studied the definition and I went around looking, so one of the definitions I came around for order was the arrangement or the disposition of people or things in relation to each other according to a particular sequence, pattern, or method, right? So that fits what my common fallback idea was when I hear that phrase, right? However, as I continue to look, because when you look it up, it's like a page long of definitions for the word order. So this word can take on a lot of different meanings. The one that came around that really stuck and stood out was the verb definition for order, and it is to give an authoritative direction or instruction to do something. Well, I'm a verb queen, right? I love stuff that just puts it out there, right? Just, just get this, this deal with it, put it up front. So that particular thing rose up and just was like, that's it. That's the thing that I've been missing to this meaning. Because when I hear order my steps, I'm thinking of the pattern, putting things in a wonderful, nice sequence, making it all make sense for me. But what about when things don't never make no sense? Like they ain't never taken a particular order or pattern. It's about him giving us an order, an authoritative direction, or an instruction to do something. So I was excited because I've been on this for my personal studies of precepts, 
right? These precepts that God gives us about living this life, we wonder what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it, why we're supposed to do it, what we're supposed to do, and who we're supposed to be while we're doing it. And the Bible is filled with all of the precepts. Like there's no guessing in any of it. But as humans, we want to have our hands on it in some way. So we are looking for this pattern to appear so that our human minds can make sense of it. But when God gives us an order, it's sort of like my military friends helped me understand. So y'all contributed a lot to this understanding as well. When you're in the military and you're given an order or orders, <laughs> they are giving you an authoritative direction or an instruction to do something or on a way of how to execute something, whether it's a drill order, if it's an order of how to make your bed or how you should keep your clothes or if it's orders about where you're to be stationed or what position you're going to be in in the battle, these orders are given. And when you're in the military, you don't get to share your opinions, your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, your perspectives, or your desires. They don't care. You might have a desire to save whales and, uh, you know, do all these other things. But if you have been given an order, that is the order you are to abide by. And they are perfect at this, right? I'm telling you all, this is so intriguing, so y'all stay with me. When you look at the military and how they reinforce certain orders, like how to do a drill, how to clean your gun, and how to uh, carry your backpack, or how to pack your backpack, or whatever branch of the military you're in, they've got certain ways how your uniform should look, how, how you should shine your shoes, like there is a method to everything, there is an order of doing everything, and it is a level of excellence that they're impeding in you, and they do this constantly, right? You go through trainings, you go through drills over the same thing year after year, day after day, because they want this to become a part of you. It's because when you're on the battlefield, you do not have time in the midst of war to wonder, how do I change my gun? How do I reload? They keep practicing so that you can get so fast at reloading your gun because you don't have time when bullets are flying to sit here and be thinking about it. You got to be able to do it. It doesn't require you to think. So when they issue those certain orders that you got to go out to this battlefield now, you already have been impeded with the order on how to execute certain things in a certain way. They go over it time and time again to get you in a position that you are fully equipped when you are in the battlefield to do what is necessary without relying on your own senses. Do y'all get that? So when I started to look at that, I was like, okay, so if I know that if I see scripture where the Lord will order my steps or he will issue an order about which path I'm to take or what step I'm to do, it is not about him lining things up or aligning them in a way that they're this perfect pattern. It's saying he will issue me an order as to what I'm supposed to do from this position or role that I am in. Or he's going to be giving me an order on how to make my bed, how I'm to 
operate as I move as a leader, how I'm to make my coffee, how am I to speak, or how am I to be uh, in, in judgment when I'm working with other people. He will issue me an order. I don't have to get anything and wonder what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to rely on the orders that he has already given me. Do you know that when you're in the military, if they gave you a set of orders and they leave you out there, you don't get to leave? If they leave you out there for 10 years, if your order was to be there, you're supposed to be there. You don't get to say, this took too long. I don't know why they left me out here. You might be wondering that, but you know as a soldier, you have a set of orders that you have been charged to execute. And if it takes 10 minutes or it takes 10 years, you have to stay until they issue you new orders to do something else. So why is it that the military has been able to institutionalize people to a degree that the Bible cannot. Why has it been that we question the Lord when he issues us on orders and we start to evaluate based on our feelings, our opinions, our perspectives, and our five senses, but we will not question the military? People in the military are trained. They will not question the person in leadership. They don't get to question the person in leadership. You might ask a question, and they're going to reiterate, what did I say? What does your order say? What have you been instructed to do? Now, personally, I've never served in the military. I have happened to marry someone who has, and I have been blessed to have people in my life who have as well. So I hear stories because I'm intrigued. These are some unique individuals when they come back out and live with us civilians who have been allowed to believe we have a set of freedoms to decide the way we want to go in life. When you meet somebody who has served in the military for some years, you recognize that they have a level of discipline about themselves when it comes to certain things. They are not passive, but they, they are least likely to challenge the norm. They have to be taught that they have certain freedoms to choose when they get out of the military because they have been ingrained in following orders. So when we think about that as believers, how well do we allow the precepts, the orders that have been biblically written for us to follow? How often do we train ourselves on it? How, how many times do we practice and reiterate that drill so that we can get so well ingrained in what God's response wants us, what he wants our response to be, that in the quickness of a moment when we're in the battlefield of living, we do not have to wonder or get caught up in a reactive mode. We are equipped to respond. Do we practice his precepts? Do we even go and study and look for God's precepts? Do we actually seek out his precepts or are we only focuses on his promises, the gifts of his blessings that he gives us? See, you cannot serve in the military and expect to get your reward, which is your pay every two weeks, on a consistent basis if you disregard orders. They will send the MPs to lock you up. You do not get to say, I want to go home when you feel like it. You lose that. So as a believer... What would be a great way to say, I don't get to decide 
when I'm not in this battle or when I'm not walking according to God's will, I'm totally committed. I have given up my individual rights, my ability to live by my five senses, and I have decided to live by the commander and chief's orders for the rest of my life. As long as I walk and breathe on this part of the sun, underneath the sun, I will follow his precepts that he has laid out for me because I trust in his decision-making. I trust in what he can see, in the scope that he has, the ability he has to see the whole picture. So if he placed me here or he orders me to be here, I'm going to be like Joseph. I'm going to do what he has ordered me to do without looking for a way to escape because this is the order that he issued me. Now, when he issues me another order, I'll go to the next place, and he'll tell me how to work there because it has been entrained and drilled in me how to work no matter what. I know how to lead with excellence. I know how to serve with excellence because I follow the drill orders that have been placed in me. So no matter what position I'm in, no matter what battlefield I'm on, I am still doing what I have been called to do. It makes me distinct in the midst of all of us believers. We have unique abilities. So how many of us are allowing the order of our steps to be our decision-making. Are we receiving the orders or, or are we just laying them aside and saying, nope, I'm going to do that later. And then we want to call when the enemy comes in, he's the MP coming to arrest you. He's the one that's coming to lock you up in bondage because you have laid aside your order. But you want to make it that, oh, these people are just against me. No, you laid aside your orders. And so when you disagree or disobey a set of orders, there's only one course. That's going to happen. But we have to be willing to decide, have we committed to this military, this military of soldiers to serve the God that has created us? Have we really committed to it? Or do we really think somewhere, somehow, we've got some control mechanisms that we can wait for this pattern to make this beautiful picture in the life that we want to see? So we got a couple of more days to just go deep into this, but today was the day to just lay the idea out there because I want you to understand when I say order, as we go further, disregard that whole idea about this pretty pattern and sequence. We're talking about directives, some authoritative directions and instructions on how to behave, how to live, how to serve, what to do from the position where we have been placed. So as we continue the journey, I hope you go do some homework yourself. So when you come back to this Wisdom Inspired on tomorrow, you can come with some ideas for your own insight and kind of see if I'm following the same track or if you're getting or, you know, whatever. I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. So just email us at hello at aaccoworking.com. And I hope this wisdom has inspired you today, and I hope it has encouraged you to continue to allow yourself to follow the orders that God has placed for you in your life. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired. You have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.